The World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia from boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome, everybody, to the World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am currently sitting in Newcastle upon time up on the northeast coast of England. It is freezing cold. I've got all my socks on. Today is Friday, the 27th, the 25th of November, and we are here to handicap a slate of World Cup action for Sunday, the 27th of November. Uh, and for the second time in three days, we said we might see him soon. He's back sooner than anyone expected, um, all the way from something beginning with little, or it's got a rock in it, in Texas. Uh, it's Mr. Ty Roder. Ty, am I anywhere close? Hey, Malcolm. Yes, you were very close. I think uh, I think I knew what you were get- getting at. Uh, there's, <laughs> I'm in Round Rock, Texas. Now I'm right Round outside. Rock. Round Shit. Rock, yeah. hey, but hey, no. Uh, Little Rock, Arkansas is a yeah. very popular uh, state. So I'm good to be back, excited for uh, not only today's games, because we got England versus USA, but to cap uh, you know second match day for uh, Sunday, November 27th. Is that correct? We got the date. We got the day. I nearly got it right. Yeah. I wrote it down as well before we went on the <laughs> Yeah, he wrote it down too. Wrote it down, still got it wrong. Um, yeah, it'll be a little bit of a turbo show this one because um, normally at the top of the show we've been handy, um, recapping the day's action because we've been re- uh, going at sort of 10pm um, my time when all the games have finished. But as discussed the other day, I've got to go out and work in a little while, which is inhumane, quite frankly. Um, so Ty, great to come on nice and early. It's... Um, Go breakfast time for Ty over there, and two fifteen in the afternoon here. So we are fifty three minutes into Qatar nil Senegal two at the moment. Um, took Senegal to win to nil. So really don't want anything much else to happen. But we can have a little recap, and you could probably tell Ty that I'm very keen to have a little recap on what happened this morning in the Wales v Iran game because I handicapped it absolutely to death. Um. Took Iran, gave out Iran at slightly over three to one uh, to win this game for a couple of reasons. A, I thought the two teams, if nothing else, were evenly matched. Um, I've said it, it was like Everton versus Everton, and for two teams that were so equal in my eyes, if anything, I had Iran. I was high on Iran anyway. I had Iran to get out of the group before the tournament, etc. Um, but that. The 6-2 scoreline really, really skewed the books. Um, Iran losing to England. There was no way. There were plus 320, Iran, um, here. Absolutely no way there should have been that price. They only got it done really, really late, but also I think I deserved a bit of luck. The, the Welsh goalkeeper got sent off um, after about 80 minutes, 75, 80 minutes. Um, Iran has hit the beans on toast twice before that. Um, and then Iran eventually got the goal, sort of 97 and 99. But we did say Wales would get tired. We talked about how Gareth Bale has only played um, 90 minutes twice um, in this calendar year. And they looked absolutely knackered 
at the end of the USA game the other night. They were all cramping up and stuff. So, yeah, we couldn't have really handicapped this any better. So I was absolutely delighted. I think you called an audible as well. We we kind of talked you off Wales money line. And where you weren't quite as brave, you managed to get Iran um, on the draw no bet market. So you got to wake up to a winner as well, Ty. I did. I did, Malcolm. And uh, it's it's very early here in uh, in the United States for those first games. Uh, my time, it's actually 4 a.m., when those first games come on. So uh, unfortunately I've not been waking up for them. Luckily the games that I want to watch typically are, are later on, um, especially with the USA, you know, the, they have the USA game um, every, every time at a uh, one, but woke up uh, initially took Wales money line and then audible after Malcolm and I chatted, just felt like Iran were going to have more of an offensive attack. Uh, Wales didn't really do anything against the USA other than the uh, terrible penalty kick. Um, uh, that resulted in Walker Zimmerman's uh, foul on, on bail. Um, yeah, took the audible, got Iran draw no bed at, at plus 180 last evening. Wow. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, maybe it's not a, a, a thing in uh, England, Malcolm. Um, you know, what made you, uh, you know, do you typically on the money line plays or do you ever uh, dabble in draw no bets? I'm just curious what made you say, I ran for the for the full win versus you know kind of hedging a little bit. Yeah, on this market, obviously when I back um, NFL or I do the MLB show, um, the American culture is to you. It's you've got two options. You you either um, have a spread, you have a handicap on the game, like last night the New York Giants garbage time yep. plus ten, or um, it's over or under for doing MLB. It's over or under seven and a half runs or whatever. So there's not very often the third option thrown in there is the tie. Uh, we talked the other night about how the tie kind of um, sent the US into a meltdown the other day. They couldn't quite understand why the Welsh and the American players were leaving the pitch when the game wasn't um, decided. So um, not as often uh, I would go drawn or bet. Today, this, this was... Uh, a little bit unique because I was I was much higher on Iran. I thought even if this game had finished nil-nil, which it might have done, we say Iran scored very late, Iran was still the play because you had this was heads or tails to me. Yeah. Now, if you're giving me three to one on tails, Ty, I'm gonna take three to one on tails every single time. Um <laughs> and it was like I say, I feel like I've been knocking on the door a few days running without sort of if I've had if I have been taking heads or tails, I've been coming down on the wrong side just about every time. Um so I don't think I've put up too many draw no bet markets. I always just maybe I'm greedy. Uh, might be the other thing. If I can see uh, what plus three twenty, and you're telling me they were plus one eighty, I'm going to kind of go towards go towards the the bigger price every time. So yeah, I think it, it's partly a cultural thing, but certainly on this instance, I was um, I was higher on on Iran than than a lot of people were. There was no way uh, they should have been that price in what was effectively yeah, a coin toss. It's funny in in the U.S. Uh, the only other sport I can think of that has similar to what uh, the draw no bet market is, is is hockey. So in hockey here over in the USA, you have uh, you know you obviously have you you bet one of the two teams to win, uh, but then if you dive deeper into the markets, you can actually bet them. Um, it's what's called a, a three way money line regulation play. So ultimately in hockey, if the two teams are tied after uh, the three periods, they go into overtime and then potentially a shootout. And ultimately with the three way regulation period or 
play is, is you bet one of the two teams uh, to win in the three periods without going into extra time. The nice thing yeah. with that is you actually get better odds than you would if you had just picked them straight up. So that's a, uh, that's a nice market that you can kind of compare it to a, a draw, no bet. But uh, no, I'm, I'm excited, Malcolm. Real quick before we uh, dive in, I'm curious, you know, over here in the U.S., um, we have, you know, our time zones for these games. What are the times for these games coming on for you? Uh, starting oh, the bottom. Absolute dream. Like I couldn't have yeah. picked them better myself. So the first game starts at 10 a.m. Um, so you can roll out of bed at night. I'm I'm an incredibly lazy man, Ty. Everyone will tell you. It's not a secret. I'm on the lazy spectrum. Um, so yeah, I can roll out of bed at 9 a.m., um, make myself a cup of coffee, pick a dig FS lineup, put a bet on, um, just as the national anthems are starting. Like it's absolutely perfect. So we go 10 and then 1 p.m., 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. Um, oh, so the games perfect. finish it. So yeah, quarter to 10 in the evening. We've then been going live and recording the show with Barry or yourself or uh, Dom came on last night, recording the show at 10 p.m., get the full recap in and all done by 11 p.m. So it's absolutely like dream come true kind of kind of time. Yeah, over here in the U.S., uh, I'm in the central time zone, so not in the eastern time zone. So uh, first game's at 4, my time. Uh, second game is at 7, the game that's happening right now, 7 a.m. Third game starts at 10 and then uh, the final game starts at one. And obviously, uh, all the U.S. games, um, which I'm sure a lot of people in America are are really keen on, uh, are all happening at the one a.m. time slot or one p.m. time slot. Holy cow! Because there's no people would be in a fuss if they had the U.S. at four a.m. Yeah, just thought I'd, I feel- just thought I'd ask that because I was curious, you know, with the time zones and and how that how that worked out for you. But that's that's really nice for you guys. Yeah, I feel like I've deserved a couple of uh, a couple of decent time zone bits of luck going away after the MLB season because obviously yeah. um, we're going to kind of all hours of the day and night and uh, trying to catch up with games during the day missing all the West Coast games or if we have to do the show with Moon after Noor and Dylan I'm kind of up till midnight or sometimes later or trying to get playoff games so yeah um, I'm quite happy to take a couple of a, a few weeks um, of, of reasonable sleep patterns so um, just we will get onto these four games soon I'll just there's one thing I want to mention is after that Wales-Iran game today, just the, the USA's route through now, um, that really, um, that hasn't helped the US at all, has it? You know, honestly, Malcolm, I, I, you know, yes, I think best case scenario probably would have been a draw. Um, yeah. But I think but I think the good news is, is Wales didn't win. Um, so really everything's in front of the US. So uh, Iran now have three points, um, you know, because they did lose to England. Um, even if the USA uh, loses to England, you know, like we were talking about, it's not a must win. Even if the yeah. USA loses, uh, we're at one point, Iran's at three. Uh, we're tied with Wales, obviously, for uh, bottom of the bottom of the group, depending on, you know, the outcome of the game. We beat Iran and Wales, as long as Wales doesn't top our, uh, our score against uh, England, uh, we could very well see, see it through. Um, so I think I think I prefer Iran to win over over Wales winning just because you know Iran's in front of us. But uh, in terms of what I would have liked to see, I would have liked to see a draw. Um, how, how do you feel about that with the U.S. getting through uh, after today? Yeah, I think obviously Iran's goal difference took took a hit that first game, so that does keep the U.S. live. If they can yeah. avoid a heavy defeat tonight, um, they then go in with a live chance. They know if they beat Iran. 
on that last day, they've very much got a chance of qualifying because they've got to hope England avoided a defeat against Wales. So, yeah, it's really not the end of the world. Just to, if they need to avoid getting cuffed tonight, they, they don't want to lose 4-0, um, which we don't think is going to happen anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah, they're absolutely still live. Like, um, okay, so Qatar or pressing. Oh, he smashed that they wide. Are, Good. Um, right, Sunday, 27th of November, 10 a.m., which is a 5 a.m. Eastern time, 4 a.m. Central time. Look, I'm showing, <laughs> I'm showing growth and development there here. Are, time. There you are. <laughs> is Japan versus Costa Rica, where Japan are the 11 to 25. That's a daft price favourite. Minus 227. Um, for Japan, the draw is 130 plus 333. Costa Rica are 7-1. to one. Uh, Japan uh, were great. First time up, uh, obviously got that 2-1 win against Germany. They were under pressure in the first half, but they were kind of always in the game. Even the, the goal Germany got was a bit of a dodgy penalty. Um, and then they hit them on the break in the second half. They, they stayed in the game and executed the game plan absolutely brilliantly. You know what you're going to get with Japan. They're well-organised. They're industrious. Um, they're dangerous on the break. They've got bits of quality as well. We talked about the the couple of uh, Premier League players, sort of Bundesliga players they've got in there. So, yeah, uh, no shrinking violets, Japan, at all. The Costa Rica game was weird one. They lost 7-0 to Spain, but it was the performance that was odd. Um, like, there's a way, there's ways to lose, um, and this wasn't it. Uh, Costa Rica just never laid a glove on Spain at all played into their hands completely and Spain will do this they, they can do this to better teams than Costa Rica if you sit off them and let them pass it around they will absolutely pick you apart so the, it's, the, the pattern of the game to me is a worry because Japan were happy sort of out of possession against Germany then hit them on the break well I don't think either team are going to want to make the run in here so I'm not entirely sure how this is going to pan out I can see is Japan having a lot of the ball and not necessarily being able to break Costa Rica down. They haven't got the quality that Spain do have. I think it could lead to a bit of a stalemate. Um, Japan might get it done. They look a better team than Costa Rica. Um, certainly can't be taking Japan at that price, um, minus 227, shorter than 2-1 to one on. Uh, Japan might get it done. It could be 1-0, something like that. I like the under two and a half goals. Costa Rica didn't pose most of a, uh, much of a goal threat here. Um, I think I say Japan could win this 1-0. But under two and a half goals is at a price of four to five, minus 120. Um, that's going to be my picky attack. Yeah, I do like the under. Um, I don't think Japan end up getting uh, getting seven goals like Spain. And I mean, you know, nothing against Japan, but they're not as near quality as Spain were against Costa Rica. Um I like, you know, first glance, you know, obviously Costa Rica allowed seven goals. Japan kind of got, you know, I don't want to say lucky because they, they did put up a good fight against Germany and they just, you know, executed when needed be. Um, yeah, I mean, Japan have won two of the last three matches against Costa Rica. All three of those matches have had at least two goals scored. Um, Costa Rica, though, have failed to score in five of the seven World Cup matches, so I do like your under. Um, they've also failed to win their last seven World Cup matches, but have conceded at least two goals in their last three World Cup matches. Um, what worries me is Japan have seen over two and a half goals in five of their last six. I, I agree with you. I think this is going to be low scoring, and I think if there is any scoring, it's going to be Japan. Um, you know, if Japan wins, they could basically see one foot into the next round. Um, 
I'm backing Japan minus one on the spread at minus one thirty. Not my favorite, not my favorite play. Uh, and Qatar almost just scored. I don't know how that didn't go in. But yeah, uh, Mendy's made a worldy save there. Yeah, he has. So Japan minus one uh, at minus one thirty is a decent bet. You know, I do see Japan winning this game. Um, so if you like to parlay the money line like I typically do, I'd say go with that one. Another one I do like uh, at plus money plus one fifty is Japan to win one nothing two nothing and then it's coupled with uh two to one as well um i i really don't see it going over um you know two goals so uh japan winning one nothing or two nothing at plus money is is looking pretty nice um but i'll back japan on this one yeah that's good that gets everybody paid i'm, I'm happy with all of that time um hey guitar are pressing here they're having a bit of a go now i don't know why they've they decided have to have to. a go they kind of have to you know they, the uh, they, need, they need something um yeah, is, they probably should should have done this at nil. Qatar out? Is Qatar out if they lose? Um, okay. Yeah, they will be. Yeah, Ultimately, yeah. Um, yeah, they'll be toast. Um, next game two on Sunday: Belgium against Morocco is a one p.m., which is an eight a.m. Eastern time kickoff. Uh, Belgium are nineteen to twenty. A price of minus one or five. The draws at five to two plus two fifty, and Morocco are at three to one. Ty, you can lead us off here. Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, I mean, Belgium looked surprisingly suspect against Canada. Um, they did not look like, uh, I think it's now their number two in the world, uh, according to FIFA. I know they maybe came in at number three, but now they're number two. Um, Canada looked extremely, extremely good, and we're kind of unlucky to, to, to not walk away with a point there. Morocco did h- hang around against Croatia. Um, there weren't a lot of scoring chances. Uh, these two teams haven't played since 2008. When Morocco beat Belgium four to one, so obviously you can't really take much of that, you know, fourteen years ago. Uh, Belgium have won seven of their last World Ki- seven of their last eight World Cup matches, and they've seen under two and a half in those la- in three in the last three. Uh, Morocco have not won in ten of their last eleven World Cup matches. I don't think Morocco are as strong as Canada. I really don't. Belgium should have a much easier time breaking down a side um, that I don't think will be able to counterattack, even with Hakim uh, Ziyech, the Chelsea man. Uh, I actually really liked Ziyech when he was at Ajax. Um, Morocco played uh, great defense you know, against Croatia, and uh, for that reason, I think Belgium do get one to two goals here, but I don't think they get more than that. Uh, so I like under two and a half at minus uh, 120. Uh, I'm also okay with taking both teams to score no, at uh, at a right around <clears throat> my book has uh, plus plus money for that one. And what was your first pick there? So you got both teams to score uh, no, both teams to score no, and then under two and a half. Under two and a half. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I, I don't know. I, I see Belgium didn't look like they they cared about the offense as much as I thought they would. Um, I think they could get two here, and I don't I don't think Morocco um, get one. The only thing that we I know we chatted about. Um, that concerns me with Belgium is their their three back line, uh, their three center backs that they typically play look a little look a little dated. Vertonghen, uh, yeah. I believe it's Alderweireld, are looking a little old. Um, so I mean, if Morocco if Morocco get one here, I think that puts the under two and a half in real trouble. Just because um, I expect Belgium to get two. Yeah, Belgium did struggle. Um, Canada were really lively against them. Um, I'm not sure if Lukaku will play. That'll make a big difference. Um, Kevin De Bruyne 
was poor, um, frankly. Yeah. He had the worst game I've probably ever seen him. I mean, he misplaced more passes uh, than I've ever seen him. And the defence does look a little bit shaky. Morocco did okay against Croatia in a game that we've seen, we've seen about five times um, so far, this this secondary European team against the Africans. Um, Croatia were terrible that day, though. They were really poor. Um the like I say, those games have all followed sort of similar patterns. Switzerland got the one 0 win against Cameroon, but everything else has been a bit has been a bit samey. I mean, we have seen in the past that teams can ease their way into tournaments. Often start a little bit slowly. England always starts slowly. I know they haven't this time, uh, but that was the first time in forever that they haven't really struggled to get through game one. Um, even Brazil last night, it took them sort of the last twenty five minutes of the game before they really came to life. And we've seen Spain lose the first game of the tournament against Switzerland the year they won it. So teams can often uh, ease their way into a tournament. Um, I think Belgium are just too good for Morocco. This is really quite simple and I'm getting the price of 19 to 20, nearly even money um, on the better side here. And I think Belgium will beat Morocco. I was couldn't read the, the both teams to score angle if Morocco, like say, even if Morocco get one, I think Belgium can still turn them over. So yeah. I wasn't that interested in the totals or the both teams to score. And the simplest play for me was just Belgium outright at 19 to 20. Oh, okay. And uh, Malcolm, would you be okay if I ask you, uh, what does that convert to in, uh, in terms of American odds? Minus 105. Minus 105. Okay, Belgium. Yeah, that's... I'll take Do that you know what any, any day. So yeah. one question I have with you on that is, when you're when you started betting, regardless if it was soccer, MLB, NFL, uh, typically do you learn those type of odds versus uh, the way that we do the odds in the American? No, I had to. I had to. Um, I, I still doing the MLB now. I'll still get it wrong more. I mean, you, I've just got the date wrong twenty minutes yeah. ago, so I'll still get that wrong a lot. But obviously, uh, I'm sitting with uh, Moon Aff and the boys on my um, laptop right now. I have got my odds converter open. Um, ah. So I can type in anything. It will say, right, so the price is 1.7. Press the button, fractional 7 to 10, money line minus 142. I love it. I love so it. So I've got everything in front of me. Oh, I can convert it the other way from fractional back. So, yeah, I've got that. Um, I'm better at it now. I'll know that this, the simple ones I can do kind of off the top of my head. But if you get something complicated, like there's a in the next game, there's a 1.44, I think. Oh, sorry, Japan were 1.44, so I had no chance of being able to uh, convert that. But if I click on convert there, we've got 11 to 25, money line minus 227, and an implied probability tie of 69.44. So, yeah, oddsconverter.net um, is if you uh, if you need to get that back. So, yeah, I'm still, I mean, I've done MLB for two years now, which is about 400 nights of, um, of handicapping baseball. So, I probably should be a little bit better at it, but I still have to use my, yeah. Uh, Still have to use my little tool there, which is fine. Um, all the uh, the odds at WinBet are uh, American odds, and it's the best place to win and boost your odds. Uh, live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia, bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. The WinBet Win Hour every Thursday. From 5 till 6 Eastern uh, during that WinBet win hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. There's loads of great promos, odds and payouts right now at WinBet. Um, every major sport, WinBet has what you need. 
Um, if you sign up today, you'll receive that special offer. Bet $100 to win $100. Um, head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet so they know that we sent you over sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough win bet is available. If you are someone who knows a gambling problem, call one 800 522 We can move on to game three of the card on Sunday afternoon. is four o'clock which is an 11am Eastern time kickoff between Croatia and Canada. Croatia are 11 to 10, plus 110. The draw is at 12 to 5, plus 240. Canada 13 to 5, plus 260. So a close game on the books here. Um, as I've just said, Croatia were poor in that game against Morocco. Um, looked similar to the Netherlands and Switzerland. Um, and Poland were another team who kind of lumbered through their game. They just looked a bit slow and cumbersome. They never really looked like scoring. They've got some good players, but again, a bit like you've just mentioned with Belgium there, Ty, they seem to be aging a little bit. Um, Canada, on the other hand, were the exact opposite. Um, they were vibrant. They were effervescent. They've got a lot of young players. The missed penalty cost us on the ball teams to score. Terrible penalty as well. Um, they were can count themselves really unlucky to come away with a defeat in that Belgian game. 22 attempts on goal, I think. Um, not all of them top quality. There was quite a few pot shots, but they were well and truly in this game. Um, I think Canada will go for this, and why not? They'll, they'll have come out of the game a little bit bruised and battered in terms of the result, but they'll they'll have nothing to fear from Croatia at all here. Um, I'm going to take a bit of a... Um, outsider here. I'm going to say Canada at plus 260. Um, they, they need to win Croatia. Just Croatia showed me nothing the other day. And I, like I say, I am kind of fading now these, you've got the top level European teams, England, Spain, um, Germany. Below that, these, these second tier, um, the second division of European sides have looked very average. And I think Canada will have a right good go at them. Uh, plus 260, 30 to 5. I'm going to take Canada for the win time. Yeah, Malcolm, I uh, I, I can't not agree with you. I can't agree with you. That's that's probably more of a, a better way to say that. Uh, yeah, Croatia. Uh, doing the double entendre there. Uh, Croatia have failed to score in their last four matches. They've also failed to win in their last five. Uh, World Cup matches. Russia, they went to extra time uh, quite a few times. Um, you know, Canada have lost their last four World Cup matches. They've seen the under two and a half in those last four. Canada looked like the stronger squad against Belgium. Uh, they're unlucky. You know, I just mentioned to not score a goal. Uh, Canada narrowly escaped. Uh, sorry, Croatia narrowly escaped with a point against Morocco. Um, Croatia could very well have been on the other side of that one. And uh, unfortunately, um, you know, lose to Morocco there. Um, I really liked how Canada looked. Um, you know, they created chances. They looked more energetic and shame on Belgium for thinking that uh, it would be a walk in the park. And uh, yeah. All right. Qatar. Uh, interesting. Just, yeah. You, you probably just see me throw my hands up in the air I in did. despair there. Uh, Qatar on the score sheet. Um, it's not a bad story for the world cup. Um, it's not, it's not. They, uh, they, they deserve one now. Hey, Malcolm, you know what? I know I'm just, I just broke, uh, 
Croatia, Canada, but now it's going to be an interesting last 20 minutes. So uh, yeah, Senegal, is. real quick, t- pivoting to this game that we're currently watching, I took Senegal money line in under four and a half. So one more goal can be scored, uh, but it needs to not be Qatar. <laughs> All right, uh, to finish up my Croatia, Canada play, though, um, I do like the under two and a half. Um, I'm, th- I'm not putting that down as my official play. I'm actually taking Canada draw no bet, uh, plus 150. I know, uh, you know, we just chatted about, you know, like why you take draw no bet versus money line. Um, I think in this one versus some of the other ones, it's a little safer uh, just because I could very well also see this one being a draw 0-0 zero, zero, uh, for both teams. But like we were just saying, and like you said, uh, Canada looked lively um, and this will be a big game, not just for Canada, but for Croatia. So um, uh, I'm confident in the Canada play and uh, hope that they can uh, hope that they can pull through. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a bit of a pattern emerging here, but yeah, I think you, there's going to be some of these games where I'll cash a bigger one uh, like Iran outright, but then you'd probably end up cashing two or three more uh, or certainly pushing anyway on the, uh, on the draw no bet market, but that's yeah. just, it's, it's personal preference, isn't it? It's one of those things. So, yeah, and um, I, I agree with what you said, though. Um, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit, too. If you are that confident in a play, um, take the money line because, you know, especially in, in football odds, um, plus, you know, if you're getting plus 300 and you're confident in a team like Iran to, to win, uh, you could you could score big, even if you're betting, you know, a single unit on the game. Yeah, it also gives you the opportunity to hedge out, which I know is against company policy here. Uh, at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, don't tell Ryan or Sean, uh, because we get sacked. But if your team go ahead, um, you can always kind of lay your money back, um, take it, take your stake back and then let the rest ride. So, yeah, it's just the, um, it's a it's a different way of skinning the same cat, I think. Um, yep. Final game, uh, 7 p.m., Kickoff 2 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday is Spain against Germany. Uh, real heavyweight clash. This looking forward to settling in and watching this one on Sunday. Uh, loads to play for. Spain are 13 to 10, a price of plus 130. The draw is at 5 to 2, plus 250. And the Germans are 2 to 1, plus 200. Uh, proper game this one, Ty. What have you got? Yeah, I am super amped for this one. I think I would have been more amped have had uh, Japan not beaten Germany, but I still think this is going to be a great classic match against uh, two heavyweights in uh, in in Europe. Uh, you know, Spain obviously thumped Costa Rica seven nothing. Japan beat Germany two to one. Uh, what felt like at the end end times there uh, of that match. This is a this is a make or break it game for Germany. Um, you know they they ultimately need need a result, knowing that Japan has already beaten them. They can't play Japan. They'll have Costa Rica in Game Three, so that's probably a you know I don't want to guarantee three points, but based off of how Costa Rica looked, uh, they should get three. Spain are undefeated in their last six World Cup matches. Um, they've not lost to Germany in their previous three. Uh, this is a must win for Germany. If they fail to win and Japan fail to lose, they'll be out of the competition. Um, you know. We obviously saw Spain's offense and what they can do. Um, I think if Spain score first, it's going to set up a, uh, a real struggle for Germany because uh, we know Spain, of course, would like to play with possession. Germany did have an expected goal number of 3.1 uh, against Japan, whereas Spain only had an expected goal of 3.5 against Costa Rica. They did get seven. Um, you know, Both teams can score and should at least get one. I like the over two and a half here. I think you know with the fact that 
what Spain did offensively, um, they're going to get one against Germany. And I think Germany being on the back heels, knowing that they need a result, um, will open this game up a bit. I like the over two and a half at minus. Uh, right now, I have it minus one twenty. Yeah, this should be a little bit of a a little bit of a shootout here because it's um, if it's lose and go home for Germany. So yeah, that's a that's a great play. Um, Spain were great, but like I say, Costa Rica played right into their hands. So it's really hard to to decide what you want to take away from Spain, other than knowing that they've got a whole load of excellent players there uh, and a load of terrifyingly good young players as well. They all look about 12, uh, the Spanish <laughs> yeah. forwards. Like, it made me feel absolutely ancient watching that game. Um, Germany looked a bit sluggish for me. We've talked about Muller. Uh, being old, playing in that kind of number 10 role. Senegal have just scored again, Ty. This is going to be a photo finish for your bet. It's going to be oh, one more no. chance. Um, I've got the wrong bet. You see, I'm... Oh, it doesn't matter. Not important. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's 3-1 to Senegal. That's okay. I'm playing with house money uh, on the back of everyone. So, yeah, Germany got one to look but never really looked very comfortable um, again like you say the, that expected goal of 3.2 or something it it kind of it, it belies what happened in the game a bit like Argentina losing to the Saudis you kind of forget that Argentina could have been home and hosed by half time yeah. they could have been 4 nil up um, everyone just remembers that they lost 2-1 Germany had chances to go a couple ahead then and that kind of would have been game over um, I think um, Germany have to open up here the longer this goes on. Yeah. And I think this could play into Spain's hands. As a standalone game, I think Spain are better than Germany. Fairly straightforward. Um, I think if Spain will control the game, they'll control possession. Um, like you say, they look absolutely full of goals. The longer this goes on, Germany are going to have to um, have a go at Spain. And I think Spain can pick them off on the counter here. I'm going to take Spain on the money line. Uh, plus 130. No more complicated than I'm taking the better team. Um, yeah, there you go. I, yeah, I, <laughs> for the I second time. That's kind of why, it, yeah, that's kind of why I, I lean towards the total uh, just because, yeah. you know, I really don't know Germany have enough in them to uh, to beat Spain. Yeah, if this, I mean, if this is 1-1, Germany going to have to go for it and there's no better team in this tournament um equipped than Spain uh, to hit you on the break and pick you apart so I can see this maybe being 3-1 Spain like sort of 1-1 with 20 minutes left um, and then Spain will put it to bed late on um, even a couple of extra time late extra time goals in the in the 98th minute we've seen all this injury time being played so that would be my reading of so yeah plus 130 uh, is my bet price of 13 to 10 for the Spanish um, and that ladies and gentlemen boys and girls is uh, it's the end of the show. Um, thank you very much, Ty. You've deputised for Barry again. I think Barry's m- made it from Vienna so, to, to Bratislava. Sorry? You, you check in with him? He's, he's doing good? He was alive yesterday, yeah, but that, okay. was, that was pre-27 pints of Austrian lager. So I don't know who he is today because they were getting on the train today and going from Vienna to Bratislava, uh, which is over the border in Slovakia, I believe. Um, so, yeah, he, he sent me a couple of messages Good. And okay. he sent me a little nice thumbs up that. after after Iran got the job done today. So yeah, he's still um him and his brothers are absolute animals. So they'll uh, they can shift some beer like they put me to absolute shame. They're, they're all big lads and they can all hold their drink. So yeah, yeah, no problem with Big Barry. Um but yeah, thank you very much, Ty. I am certain we will hear your voice 
another couple of times as the tournament goes on. Um, anything else happening for you to do? Where are you watching the game? Yeah, that's a great question, Malcolm. I know last time we chatted, uh, and thank you for having me. Uh, happy to be here. Happy to come chat some soccer. I'm going to go and uh, probably sweat the last 10 minutes of this game, <laughs> hoping no more goals are scored. But, uh, you know, we, we shall see. Um, I have a relaxing day. Everyone in my house is out shopping on Black Friday here in the United States. Um, I planned on going to the Texas football game uh, here in a oh, couple of hours. Oh, you told us that, yeah. Yeah, the game starts 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, however, though, I I did a little bit of an audible. Not really my choice. Uh, the weather is kind of bad here. It's raining. Uh, so I was going to go with uh, hopefully uh, soon-to-be father-in-law. And uh, we just kind of punted on it because we didn't want to sit out in the rain for, for four hours watching football. Yeah. Um, although we're big Texas fans, you know, makes sense to just kind of relax at home. So I will be posted up on my couch with a beer in hand, uh, watching the game, screaming at my TV and stressing for the full 90 minutes of the England USA game. I know Malcolm, you got to work tonight. So, yeah. uh, bless your heart. Hopefully, uh, you know, you, you, you keep your job. Um, I probably, I'm sure it's going to be stressful, but, uh, it, it should be a good one tonight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the fallout when I get back in. Obviously, I'll be aware of the score, but the Discord channel this morning is buzzing mainly with uh, American supporters um, analysing what the, the result of the Iran-Wales game. And, and we put an article out on sportsgamblingpodcast.com yesterday uh, with a lot of foolish American takes, quite frankly, Ty, uh, of which you were a, of which <laughs> you were a part, part of. of. Yeah, you were very much a part of. But uh, me and Barry got our own back in there as well. So if you go and fetch out that article, that's a little bit of fun. Um, ooh, Qatar nearly... Malcolm, before, uh, before yeah, you go, go though, I got uh, I got something for you. What what's uh, I know you know we kind of already recapped uh, the games and we did the predictions. What's your uh, day of? What's your what's your prediction for the uh, USA England game? Now that now that I, day is here, I thought I'd ask um, you that. Again, I'm not a huge, I'm not a fervent England supporter. I'm not rooting on them to get beat, uh, but if they lose, it doesn't bother me at all. So I can pick a quite a neutral, I can take quite a neutral stance and take my pick. I think both teams to score is a great bet. England are very, very good going forward. Um, should have a lot more quality than the US. But I think they're vulnerable at the back as well. Um, I'm not convinced by Harry Maguire. He made some mistakes against Iran the other day. Um, the USA are quite busy, um, decent going forward, and I think they can get a goal. So, Maybe England nick it 2-1. I wouldn't be surprised if it finishes 1-1, but I do think both teams can get on the score sheet, so that would be uh, the main the main play for me. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm there with you as well. So Excellent. Um, well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, like I say, this weekend's a bit of a movable feast uh, while we cobble together co-hosts and Barry's whereabouts, but uh, keep um, keep your eyes peeled for the shows dropping, etc. We will be doing a show every day. Good luck with all your bets. Enjoy um, England v USA, wherever you're watching. Um, and until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.